Shohei, and welcome to another distinguished and exciting panic attack with Big John. We want to talk about the social media first. Let's talk about social media first. Got some notes here to go by. Got a cigar to choke on. I was sitting my clipboard on top of my lighter and couldn't figure out why my clipboard was sliding away. So, something, you know, that, uh, that is vital to the world. Well, shit, if I didn't do a social media thing yet. Alright, let's do this. If you're on Facebook, it's Big John's conservative op-ed page. On Twitter, uh, it is the real underscore Big John. On Parlor, it's the real Big John, all one word. On Spotify, Anchor.fm. Those are two different things, by the way. Uh, if you're on the Spotify app, if you're on the Anchor app, and if you're on YouTube, this is Panic Attack with Big John. Okay, all that shit out of the way. Uh, you know, some things have, have flown under the radar in this election year. It, so far, it was even on, under my radar. I, I, now it rings a bell. But uh, I thought I was watching uh, some uh, new breaking video. Because um, in, it was in my suggested videos or something like that, came up this uh, press conference with uh, the head of the National Security Association, Jared Kushner, uh, as well as Kaylee McEnany and uh, somebody else. And uh, I'm watching this like, man, the, like two days, what is this, Thursday now? Friday morning, technically, but uh, anyways, I'm like, man, on the, you know, two days after the election, Donald Trump has Kosovo and Serbia at the White House doing this, uh, you know, agreement, uh, establishing an agreement to work together, and, and I'm just like, man, this is amazing, why, why couldn't they have done this before the election? Then uh, reporters start asking Jared Kushner... Uh, who's also Donald Trump's son-in-law, uh, if he had ever heard the Donald say any of these things about uh, not wanting, you know, certain types of soldiers uh, in wheelchairs and missing limbs, uh, you know, at a, a memorial for soldiers somewhere. And, of course, the answer is no. We know that's been blown apart as a lie by now. But uh, Kushner said as such. And they, they started talking about the election. You know, well, do you think this will affect the election? What do you think about the election and what Trump said about soldiers? And I'm like, wait a minute. Election is over. Well, it's not really over. They're still counting things. But election already happened. So... I look at the date on the video, and it's from uh, September 4th of this year. So that's how, you know, if you don't pay attention to 
the words that come from the horse's mouth, just like during the pandemic, and just like we're seeing with this uh, election tally, if you don't go to the source where the horse is, that you get all these mixed stories because the news ain't the news anymore. It, the networks, the print media, forget about it. Forget about it. All right, Donnie Brasco, forget about it. It's uh, it's all BS. They 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 read, they see the news, and then they give you their opinion of it. Now, I will say some local journalists at your smaller town newspapers are still journalists. Uh, and I've never had a bad article written about me. But at the same exact time, when I read, you know, a, a story from a national newspaper, I then have to go research and find, well, what, what did... Uh, this person or that person really say and do and it can go it goes both ways it's not a one-sided you know political hit job every time um the political hit jobs go both ways so anyways i want to talk about this historic piece dealing with uh serbia and kosovo that they were talking about in this interview uh as always on youtube and facebook there will be a link in the description. But uh, the deal showed the deal with Serbia and Kosovo it showed President Donald Trump is a peacemaker. Now, we it didn't really come into the front of or the back of or the side of anyone's mind until recent days. Recent months, the last month or so, and a guy by the name of Tim Poole, who's a YouTube creator, uh, he started Vice, helped start Vice Media, uh, and uh, was a uh, just a freelancer doing his own thing during the Occupy Wall Street movement and blah blah woof woof, but he's a big YouTuber content creator. Um, he was the only one who really started talking about, uh, Donald Trump as a peacemaker and how Donald Trump has not gotten us into any foreign wars and has not escalated any, uh, foreign involvement with our troops. Uh, this deal shows, you know, President Trump as a peacemaker, one of the people at the press conference may, uh, stated, and... Trump has a team that their job is to make peace among foreign countries, be a third party, and go in and negotiate peace. And with uh, North and South Korea, he did this himself. How many presidents have we had? Well, we've had 45 so far. And I hope that we uh, stay at 45. But 44 presidents prior to, to him never had a peacemaking team 
unless it was to end a war that we had gotten involved in, right? Now, until the end of World War II, we were not the predominant world power. Great Britain, aka the United Kingdom, uh, was the world leader. They were the hegemon. They were the the big dog. But post-World War II, you know, we, we came out of World War II with the least amount of damage because the war was fought off our shores. Um, and thankfully, Lord, uh, our, our leaders found a way to keep the war off our shores. But we did a lot to rebuild Europe, a lot to rebuild Japan, as a matter of fact. <clears throat> and so we came out of World War II with the most money, the most ability, the least, no, you know, no bombed out cities like Great Britain, Germany, uh, and so on, Japan. And we became the world leader. But every president after that has gotten us into some sort of military conflict. And Eisenhower warned about a military-industrial complex, remember? Um, after Ike, you know, Kennedy tried to get us out of Vietnam. He wanted to, wanted to shatter the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA which is our, you know, foreign intelligence operation, basically. Uh, fortunately, he was assassinated before he could do a lot of uh, what his goals were. But it seems to me as though every president has a secretary of defense who's, and a team of... Um, I'm having a Joe Biden moment the um the military leaders the leader of each branch joint chiefs of staff gosh that word hasn't been used in so long because trump's kept us out of wars i forgot what the hell they were <laughs> but um <clears throat> it seems like there's always been a team there that's been to get us into war get us involved in set in solving peace through war where Trump's strategy has been peace through strength but not let's go instigate a global conflict or inflame a conflict that's already going on so they go on to say in this press conference the Serbia-Kosovo deal is to normalize business relations Okay, business deal included, includes Kosovo normalizing relationships with Israel. So through this, Israel has now normalized through business a relationship with yet another predominantly Muslim nation. So they go on to talk about, you know, Trump and the uh, peace deal with the Taliban, the ceasefire between the Kurds and the Turks, 
which uh, if you don't know, there used to be a country called uh, Kurdistan, which is kind of in northwest Iraq now, and it's uh, or it, yeah, it's occupied by uh, in a good way. I just mean that they live there. Uh, a group called the Kurds or the Kurdish people, and it borders with Turkey. And they've been going back and forth, uh, shooting at each other. But that you know, Trump through this peace team of his uh, got a ceasefire between the Kurds and the Turks. Pretty amazing. Uh, the team is led by uh, his son-in-law, Jewish businessman Jared Kushner. Uh, Trump's formula is an outside of the box. Thing that is totally uh, new to Washington. It's what he does is he works on economics first, and then lets the political follow. So, in this example of Serbia and Kosovo specifically, they talked economic relations between the two countries, and then said, "Well, you know." Once you normalize economic relationships between them as an outside third party, then the political will take care of itself. So this is something that only an outside-the-box thinker, a group of outside-the-box thinkers, an outsider to Washington politics as usual, could have done. They went on to say that you know, Washington has a foreign policy establishment. And we're not just talking within the halls of Congress, within the White House. But you have think tanks that advise the Congress, the Senate, the White House, the influencers, uh, the joint, well, not so much the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Uh, the Secretary of Defense. You have non-governmental organizations, NGOs, that you know research and try to find ways to have world peace and give. Uh, you know they lobby Congress, they give presidents information, so on and so forth. These groups or in a Washington mindset that, you know, Washington mindset, cuckoo, cuckoo. Um, they're in a Washington mindset that political has to be first. Political issues that go back hundreds, maybe thousands of years have to be resolved first. What makes the world go round? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? There's an old saying, money makes the world go round. And so by saying, hey, if you guys sit down and uh, work out your differences in, in a business sense, your two countries could mutually benefit from that. And the United, and they don't say this, 
but the United States business sector can benefit from new business partners when these two economies get rolling in, for example, Serbia and Kosovo. That's different. Now, the election, I can't influence anything in the election anymore. I wish Trump's team would hire me to be one of their goons that goes around uh, stomping out Democrat sh voting shenanigans, but we won't go there. But this is the kind of outside-of-the-box thinking, the kind of world peace we need, and it can only be brought by somebody like Donald Trump who's not a Washington insider. He's an international businessman, and he knows how businessmen think, and he's retrained some political brains in other countries, unfortunately not ours, but he's trained them to say, hey, don't you want to be as successful financially and in business as the United States? Well, hey, Serbia, Kosovo, here's my team. Let them sit down and guide you through a business relationship. And suddenly, they don't want to shoot at each other. They're thinking money. They want to make money for their country, for themselves, for their people. They want money. And this isn't the United States going out and just, you know, like, like making it rain dollar dollar bills. These countries can now make their own dollar bills or whatever they call their currency. Because of Donald Trump, we have more peace in the world. Blows my mind, guys. Every stinking day on the news for three years, you heard a false Russian narrative. Russia, Russia, Russia. Felt like I was watching the Brady Bunch when Jan used to go, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. No, no mention of the peace deals with Israel, Bahrain, North, some of North and South Korea because, oh, Trump's being weak on Kim Jong-un, ill, which one, I don't know which one it is, one of the Kim Jongs, uh, you know, Trump's being weak there, oh, he's not starting a, a shooting war with Russia like Hillary Clinton wanted to, oh, he, he's he's soft on Russia because they helped him win the election. Oh, he's not going into a war in the jungles of North Korea like Barack Obama wanted to. Oh, he's soft on North Korea. Nah, he's he's a businessman. He wants to line your pocketbook, my pocketbook. Everyone but his own. He's lost $2 billion in wealth since he became president. And you know what? Pray Lord. Donald Trump loses another $2 billion in four more years. But that's a totally different argument and story. Peace deals. There's a different way to negotiate world peace. And it is not through creating world wars or wars around the world. With that, hey guys, God bless you. Think outside the box. Change your own life. Pray for each other. 
Thanks for watching again another exciting episode of Panic Attack with Big John. <laughs> yeah, about as exciting as watching a couple of turtles race down the street, right? No turtle racing can be pretty exciting. You never know. Let's get the stogie relicted. Get you guys some jams going. <laughs>